Today's episode of the Mike and Rob podcast is brought to you by Rocks. Rocks are wonderful, and don't you forget it. Fun to throw. Fun to eat. Fun to catch. Fun to regurgitate. Coming to you live from Rob's living room, it's the Mike and Rob podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Rob. Hey, everybody. everybody? Welcome. Thank you, Rob. Welcome to the 16th episode of the Mike and Rob podcast, tearing through it week by week. 16. 16. It's a sweet 16. It is. It's wonderful. So, What kind of party are you throwing for me? I demand the world's most awesome sweet 16 party. Wow. Um, you know, like the ones those girls have on MTV all the time? Back in 2002 or so? All the time. <laughs> Still, to this day. Um, yeah, not, not really thinking of doing anything for you. No? So. But it's my sweet sixteen. Yeah, I know you're you're an easily disappointed young man. You never think about anybody but yourself. What about my sweet sixteen? <laughs> what about mine? It's my podcast too. Oh God, you get sweet sixteens all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, you get sweet sixteen. Um. So we have uh, an interesting show ahead. Uh, although we have had a live guest in studio before. True. Um, Bane stopped by last last week. Yeah, that was, was kind of scary, but it was know, at first. But he just interesting. turned into be. He turned he, out to be kind of a pussycat, like uh, big guy. I mean, I saw that he was big in the movie, but like he's big. It's what you call large and in charge, but yes. not as dangerous as one might think just by looking at him and kind of more of a gentle giant. And you, uh, we have live uh, animals in the studio today. Yeah, clicking around. Clicking and clacking. Clicking and clacking. And for what? Nothing. They're just meandering. So there's your uh, Mike and Rob podcast mascots. <laughs> <laughs> and well, uh, Chubbs, uh, mostly. Okay, Chubbs is now on microphone. Yeah. Say hi, Chubbs. <laughs> Good job, Chubbs. Sit down, podcast dog. This isn't the dog cast. <laughs> that was a creepy laugh. <laughs> so anyway, back on track. Okay. Where were we? So we had Bane in here last week, yes, and that was Bane. interesting. And we, but that was you know a short-term interview because we don't really know him, and we weren't totally prepared for him. Yeah, that but, was kind of a surprise. I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of his deal. Like you never see him coming. Yeah, he was just like, you didn't see me coming, or I can't do his voice for him. Yeah, who can? Okay. So uh, we have another guest in here that we planned for, uh, and that's why we're coming actually a day or two late, is because we held off for a special guest appearance. This is the Special delivery. (laughs) No, that's speedy delivery you're thinking of. No, special delivery. Remember on... Special delivery, I says. Well, do you remember... um, what was the cart? What was the show we watched as a kid? Uh, Mr. Together? Rogers' Neighborhood. We didn't watch any kids' no, shows didn't. together as kids. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. The guy would come by with hit the mail. Speedy delivery. Remember that guy? No. Oh, okay. Dude, that was a, ages ago. You you've completely blocked out your childhood. I have. No. This this gentleman that is joining us today is someone we've known for many a year, many, many a live long day. Quite. We've we've have been long. We have long been preparing for the coming <laughs> of this person. Um, how do you know him? Um, through school. Yeah. Did he school you? He was your teacher? No. 
No, he was, a, an administrator? He was a fellow student. Oh, a student. Okay. Um, yeah, we we all hung out in high school all the time, and I believe we may have hung out, you and I, special guest, um, even before that in junior high. I'm not sure how much. I though. think it's time to just announce but, him at this uh, point, yeah, so he this can is, start responding to This is the, to the gentleman that has been named in this podcast in many stories a num- number of times already, Mr. Reuven the Reuven Papa Tang Keyshawn. Welcome, Reuven. Welcome Yay! to the studio. Clapping and clapping. Quite the answers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, Reuven, what brings you to our neck of the woods? Just visiting you guys. Hold that a little closer. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, you movie. Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> He's new here. so Just meeting people I haven't seen in a while. Okay, so you just said, ah, eh, screw it. I'm going to go up, drive around up north and see people I haven't seen for a while. Pretty much. That's a really boring story. <laughs> what else you got? I'm new to this. Sorry. Um, Don't make us start yes-ending so you. So I asked you a little bit about this today uh, for, the, for the listening audience. What, uh, what is your profession? I'm a Canadian assassin. <laughs> no, no, your fake profession. <laughs> yeah, not... Oh, my cover not your, story. I'm not your day okay. job. Yeah, my cover story. Okay. Yes. Reuven is Canadian. What, from what province do you hail? Quebec. Quebec. So when I say Quebec, that's wrong. Quebec. 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 Do I have to say it like that? Quebec. (laughs) With a slight French-Canadian accent. So you're from Quebec. And what particular part of Quebec are you from? Montreal. Montreal. So tell us about Montreal. Montreal is a quaint little town. <laughs> it's a European flavor to it. Do you eat a lot it? of Do you eat a lot of French fries and gravy up there? Yes, the poutine actually. La poutine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and not only are you a uh, 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 I'll get to that in a second. Not only are you a Canadian for which we like to poke fun, but it's also fun to point out your heritage and from your. Uh, uh, I guess you could say ethnic uh, more than religious. I don't know, or both. Uh, ethnic, more ethnic yeah. Jew. Yeah, I'd say from what I know about you, definitely more Although, of an ethnic Jew than a religious. Jew. We went to get some euros today. This guy didn't drop a tip at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Still ruined me for that. Huh? <laughs> I just thought that was good pod- podcast fodder, but I was just like, <laughs> I dropped a couple bucks to the guy. And then I guess I don't know what came to mind. I was just like, "So how'd you tip him?" And he's like, "Oh, I didn't." I'm like, "Uh huh." <laughs> Thought didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I got a question about that, just in general. So like, yeah. you know, not you not get, that I believe in that stereotype at all. I'm just if you teasing. Get, just because you get a receipt that has a space for a tip doesn't mean you should tip a person. No, right? I think it depends on. A, how expensive the food is. If you're buying food that portions are small and it costs an arm and a leg, they're getting paid plenty to take care of you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, that's when it's polite to tip them. No, I don't think so, but I'm not an expert on this. I, but... I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with the, the cost of the food, personally. I think it has more to do with, like, what service was provided. Right. Well, if we... I sit down at a place and they bring me my drink, they bring me my food. Ask they... you how you're doing. Yeah, all that stuff, then I'm more than happy to tip somebody. If I have to go to, if I have to order from a counter, go to a counter, and pick, it pick, up pick my food up from a counter, and then pay them, I'm not going to tip you. 
I did. I mean, aside from cooking, which is what I'm paying for in the first place, like right. I basically did most of the work. <laughs> aside from, the I know cooking. that's your philosophy. I, I, you know what? It's Starbucks and stuff. I just drop my change into the box. They don't use a cup. They use. Well, a what box. if you get like twelve cents worth of change? Do that's you drop it in? What they get, but next time I have eighty nine cents of change, they get that too. So it all kind of evens out. Do they, do they ever? Do you ever like drop the twelve cents in the bucket or cup, and they're just like. No, Thanks. they they, just, they don't even <laughs> think about it. Um, but uh, we were going to we were going to the movies today earlier. I went and saw with Reuven, uh Edge of Tomorrow for the second time. No, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, that was his first time. And we went to uh, Toto Santos Park, and there was a, all the food trucks, not food trucks, but they set up all these tents oh, from food from tents, food tents, basically. And we each got a euro, and uh, and I was like, this guy's been on his feet all all afternoon, you know, serving up this hot food, and just one person after the other, a couple bucks is easy to throw at him. That's that's the only thing I think. What about you? What what's your not not again pulling away from the Jewish joke? What's your what's Reuven's, uh rule of tipping? Typically, just twenty percent. Just I'm everywhere, not... all the time. McDonald's. It takes a lot. For me to not like the service enough, not to give them. But you have to. You're like me, like you. No, but when do you not tip? When do I not tip? Mm, (laughs) I don't know. When it's a euro at a food tent. Apparently, right. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't think of moments where I don't tip. I mean, other than the obvious. Yeah. Okay, so that's that covers tipping. So you guys, you guys went to see the movie. Ruben, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was great, even knowing what was going to happen. Did you? How much did we give away by accident when we were talking about it? Well, you gave away the fact that there was ground uh, Groundhog the, Day. The Groundhog Day effect, which was a big part Dog. of it. Dog. Well, that was pretty early on in the movie. Exactly. So I was, didn't really take much away from it, and they and they um, dealt with it in a unique way too. Yeah, it's it's um, kind of like what you were saying, Mike. It was like kind of like a video game where you you get you to die, this one point and you can't get past. So it's it, pretty so much what it was. It was like a video game. Yeah, and yeah, I, once, I bet that's where they got the idea. <laughs> once you die at this spot, you have to start again and from the beginning. And you're yeah. like, all right, when I get to that spot, I got to try something different. <laughs> I the one thing they never really explore though in those movies is like, so you do something five hundred times or more, a thousand times. How crazy would you, how long would it take you to go crazy from like reliving the first part of that day thousands of times? Like yeah. how long before you just hauled off and punched Bill Paxton in the face? Or or the or the wake up maggot or get up maggot. Yeah, before you just like, you know what, this time I'm just going to shoot everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to grab a gun and I'm killing everybody on this boat. Right, but then you get shot. Well, yeah, and then you start over again, and you just, I don't know. It helps you vent some steam, at least. I'm just, you know what, I'm going to help the aliens, because I want this to end. I'm trading sides. Have a little fun with it, you know? Yeah, we went Just this one time, I'm going to help the aliens. I don't know that I liked it any better the second time. I think it was a good movie, but... Yeah, did you get anything, any more out of it? Just a, a little bit more about how the whole mechanism worked, and maybe a couple details I didn't notice the first time, but nothing, you know, it's still a good movie and and i heard someone else say it and i agree that i think it's the best movie tom cruise has made in a long time yeah um but uh he makes good here's the thing you want to hate tom cruise just for who he is personally but he keeps making good movies i don't i actually don't want to hate tom cruise i just all the same i I kind of i don't know i've always 
I've always liked him, and that that thing never bothered me. Okay, he went a little crazy. I mean, he's a freaking actor. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's. What was what? What in your opinion? What was like the last good Tom Cruise movie you saw before this? I don't know. The first one that pops to my mind is Last Samurai, but not a lot of people I know agree with me on that one. The Last Samurai I thought was good. I don't know that it was. I think he's made better movies since then. Like. I, the War of the Worlds was a good one he did with yeah, see, was that was again. that was before Samurai I Wasn't, think no no it was after that anyway. was good I like that one the stuff he did with Spielberg was good um, did you see Jack Reacher no interest it was good awesome. it was like, like a, a run of the mill action movie it was I mean they should have yeah, called it were, action movie starring Tom Cruise there were parts like that but it was a good story okay like the story was good it was an entertaining movie I could check it out it's on Netflix still I think. Yeah. Um, that's been uh, Jack Reacher talk with Mike and Rob and special guest Reuben. Um, <laughs> uh, so going back to my initial question, when you're not a Canadian assassin, what do you do for a living in your day job? Uh, well, I'm afraid I'm going to give you a very boring answer. That we're going to get into it. And Couldn't be more boring than the answer I would give. <laughs> okay. I'm an engineering manager for Verifone. Meaning you manage engineers. I <laughs> Pretty much. I tell people what to do instead so of actually do anything. You're the boss. That's cool. I'm the boss. Nice. So and you find what's the hardest part about being a manager? Just getting people to get things done on time and not come across as an ass. Have you tried hitting them? Because <laughs> if it, they were in the same physical location, ass, you're just stern. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a sign that says the beatings will continue until morale improves. Yeah, and just and put it you can over hang your that up. over your office. Do you have your own office? No, you have not. a nice cubicle. I do. Is it's it not a even a bigger? full cubicle. It's, a it's only a half cubic? cubicle, and it's I get like a view a... of the Pacific Ocean behind me. Oh, the that's pretty sweet. Pacific yeah. Ocean. The whole. You are Mr. Manager. Damn. We are that high up. <laughs> and Verifone does what? We make all the machines people use to pay for things, like Skynet. <laughs> No, to pay for to things. Pay oh, for pay things. for things. Not okay. to kill not, humans. Not all the machines people use. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was more to that sentence. Okay. Um, but let's say you did work for Skynet. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back to what you actually did. Oh, okay. So the square, was that the... No. That, that wasn't was your com- thing. That was a competitor of ours. Oh, but, okay. but like you're saying that I when, I'm a, uh, when I have a client, and I use the square. I'm just a micro. Uh, what do you call it? Would you call it micro merchant? Micro merchant. I don't count. I'm nobody. You're just. I'm just little a little peon of peon. Yes. Yeah, of of merchants. Yeah, you're forty dollars worth of revenue. Our, our billion dollar company doesn't have to deal right. with you folks. So you guys do all the swiping things. It's like Safeway and anywhere you pay for anything, you'll probably see the name there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you. T- I mean, they're already made and they're doing things. What do you have to engineer? Well, our guru specifically does something a little bit newer. Oh, okay. For when people don't want to wait in the line and actually be able to check out. Yeah. Anywhere on the store. Anywhere oh, in seriously? the store. Yeah. What? That's so oh, cool. Oh, so like when you go into the Apple store and they have their own. Yeah. And, and Nordstrom, you said, is doing it at uh, yeah. Nordstrom Rack. And also, um, I think if you go up to like... Uh, I think pennies are one of these places. Not that I shop there, but uh, they use the same thing. It's like uh, you still have to go up to a customer service desk, but then they just ring everything up by scanning it with their phone and they slide your card on the device. 
Exactly. It's a, a phone. It's like a phone wrapped in a device. So yeah. it's not like a kiosk or something. It's going to be like an employee with something. That's... Walking around the store, yeah. Okay. It makes it a lot easier to shop. For everybody. With, doesn't it? Well, unless you can't find one. No, to shoplift. I mean, you oh, can sure. be like, oh, that person checked me out over there. And you can just walk out. Yeah, but they'll have a thing that'll print a receipt. No. They email no. it to you, right? No, they do. You'd oh. have to. There's some way you'd have to provide like a proof of purchase. You couldn't just be like, oh, "I paid with no, that person they, over there." because like when you go to the Apple Store, they you buy a computer for a thousand dollars. They go, "Do you mind if I email you the receipt?" And then they just email it to you. And you just walk out with a thousand dollar computer, and you're you like, do. "Oh, I can't." Yeah, I've, I have no. The, you can show them. I have the your... receipt. It's on my email. Well, anybody... I'll email it to you guys when I get home with my <laughs> new computer. Uh, Don't well, follow me. Anybody who buys a thousand dollar computer from an Apple Store. 99% likely they already have an iPhone in their other hand and can show you the email <laughs> right then and there. But what if, what if you live off the grid like me? Like you? You're not welcome in an Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> Rob does live off the grid. Reuben, what do you think about that? Because uh, I've had a hard time <laughs> dealing with a guy who just refuses to look at a computer screen like ever unless there's boobs on it. but Or work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Work. Unless he's getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I got to get paid for it. <laughs> I think it's a great premise for some kind of bit on your show. We don't do bits. What are you talking about? Everything's totally 100% true all the time. We don't. Bits are gimmicky. We don't do that. Bigfoot story? You're above that. Totally true. Bane was in here last week, dude. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Called us in. Yeah. Mike's running with a bouncy castle. It happened. 100% true. Everything. Don't act like we do bits. That's insulting. (laughs) That's beneath us. Okay. How dare you? So um, I mentioned a couple uh, uh, nicknames for you in the beginning of the show. You sure did. So uh, let's get into those real quick. There's a few of them. Obviously, Groovin' Reuven is just too easy. I mean, it's, we were too, gonna, it's so easy, it's not even fruit. like... It's not even a thing. It, and Yeah, low-hanging fruit is exactly right. <laughs> I just... I'll warn your mic. I can barely hear you. Oh, okay. And That's just, better. Um, yeah, it's it. Groovin was we were we're looking for a license plate for you that just said G R E U V E N. I I bet no, it's not no, taken. All you need to do is put the G in front of my name. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely not taken. Well, you didn't have to spell his name for him. I'm sure he's well. Got I'm that. spelling it for the audience Actually, so that they know that I'm not saying to spell it G R O O V I N. Ah, gotcha. See, okay, so. Um, that's an easy one. But then there was Reuven the Reuven. And was there some sort of story to that? Or we just decided that that was, was not this, only your name, but it was what that you was, were. Was that Nabis? No, that was just something Brad came up with, right? Brad uh, Lytle. I thought, I thought Brad said that Brian Nabis used to say that to you. Even though I never Maybe. met Brian Nabis. Who's Brian Nabis? I don't know. I don't know. Some either. guy that had like Brad, they used to talk, eyebrows. <laughs> they used to talk about him quite a bit. Some guy that had Spock eyebrows? <laughs> okay. Spock. So and, besides and a, Spock brow and a unibrow. Like oh, uni really? Spock and brow. a unibrow? I think wow. he did. Yeah, it was like triangles, unibrow, triangles. <laughs> Whoa, that's like a weak Very... character gone wrong. <laughs> okay, so Reuven the Reuven was. It was just. It, it was like it's his name, but it's also what he is. It's not only what we call him, but he. he his name is what it means. That's exactly <laughs> right. There was also Reuven Keyshawn Johnson. Well, that's that was like Brad's way of mixing in a football player into that's my not name. very creative. Well, Brad loved football. In fact, I think that's how you and I met. It was over a game of uh, Sandy Way f- Street football. Oh, really? You remember better than I. Yeah, do tell. You and uh, and Elon Ye. Oh my God, Elon! Nobody is gonna know these people, you guys. <laughs> 
Somebody We're, might. Okay, so yes, all these wonderful people. Well, I, you know, Brad will. Okay, so uh, and I'm trying to get I'm but trying no, to jog Ruben's memory I'm saying, too. I'm saying tell more about Sandy Way football. Well, you know, we used to. It was frequently just two on two. Yeah. Um, You'd actually play a game of football, not just throwing the ball around? Oh, yeah. No, it was a game. Okay. Two-hand touch because, you know, we're playing in a street. Yeah. Tackle seemed, and it's just... tackle seemed a bit strong at that point. <laughs> um, and Sandy Way. But, yeah, was... we had we had plays. We would run plays where it was just like, we just, you know, it was the letter, and that would be the route you'd run. <laughs> the letter? How yeah. much could you really do with one player? Wait, you'd, like... you'd yell a lot of, like, the letter M, and someone would run up and back and up and back? Yeah. Well, <laughs> or like, you know, we'd have a little we'd have a little huddle before. You couldn't just shout M because Wait, then is, the other team would catch on pretty easily. Does two people make a huddle? Yeah. Okay. Sure. It seems more like two people just facing each other. Well, yeah, you, one person might call it a huddle. One, one person like might a call it a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brad's house was definitely the house for like that was games. Sandy Way. We just drove that wasn't by even today. like computer games. Like we play a lot of ping pong. Yeah. Street well, football. What else do you remember? Every group of friends has like the house that people go to. True. And Brad's, because house Brad's parents pretty central. generally just left him alone and let us do whatever we wanted. Yeah. His parents were and awesome. didn't really make him do any and, chores and as far were, as I can remember. And they were very like nice to us and just always oh, inviting. Oh, yeah. Dude, his, Brad's dad was awesome. Yeah. Good guy. And his mom was great, his too. His mom was, was super nice. Quiet, very yeah. reserved, but. Wasn't there a yeah? There was a period where we didn't think they both existed. Like we never saw them both at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it was, they were the same person. The, there you go. Yeah. I th- wait, I think that I want to take credit for that. I think I did that one. I, I don't I was remember. Like, wait a minute, because I think one of them said, "Oh, like Brad might have said, hey, Dad, where's Mom?'" And he was like, "I think she's out in the other room. Let me just go check." And I'm like, "Yeah, wait a minute here." <laughs> Yeah, that there was, was like always... an old photo of his dad that kind of looked like his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh, crooked. The photo of his dad was awesome. He just had like the big early '80s like fro, yeah, the white guy fro, <laughs> and yeah. like a huge bushy mustache. It was oh, excellent. he's pretty awesome. Um, he also b- helped build like some helicopters that were used in Vietnam or something. Or I, I don't remember what Brad's dad Brad did. Yeah, I, I never knew what he did. I just remember, like, he when we were hanging out, was he was an engineer. He was a, totally an engineer of some sort. He worked for PeopleSoft at some time. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, but as, like, an independent contractor. He had, like, a sweet deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember. I guess it was Where PeopleSoft. Did, it wasn't just PeopleSoft. There was another one over in... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, Brad's house was fun for... Uh, that's where I learned how football was played. Like, I never really understood all the rules of football until I sat down with Rob and Brad at... Uh, console and played Madden, and then I was like, "Oh, downs! <laughs> like, I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, football!" <laughs> and Brad loved that game. He just never stopped playing it. Well, Rob and I had a really playing. good one on at your house where we just built every character on the team and just made fictional characters. That was really fun. Santa Claus was on our team, and he was like this gigantic. Six foot, all muscle and fat dude. It was just the biggest guy we could make. And then we had Steven Tyler, who was our kicker. He was super skinny. Like, just long hair and stuff. And we had one guy we just made, like, all of his attributes as high as they could go. And his name was Super Freak. (laughs) Or just The Freak, because his back of his jersey just said Freak on it. And, uh, yeah, we just went nuts. And it was the San Ramon Vipers, I think, was the name of our team. Um 
But yeah, that was fun. So uh, so another uh, nickname that you got was Papa Tang. Yeah, that was... I don't know where the origins are. Oh, about, yeah. I kind of remember. Well, that. no, but the name Papa Tang, like I thought the parts of the name would come from something. But yeah, that did. was my fault. Yeah. I it was, it was Rob, bad Brad, Brad was saying something about uh, Palpatine, Emperor the character Palpatine in Star, Star Wars. Wars. I completely forgot that. And he's like, I think he said, like, you should name yourself Palpatine. And I was, you know, being me and only kind of half paying attention to what was going on. And I just turned around and I'm like, Papa Tang? What is that? <laughs> And then Brad looks my way and he points to me. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, I forget, you you kind of adopted that somewhere. I forget where. Well, you like saying it. It was like a handle that you use on video games or something, but. Maybe. Papa Tang, it just became. Yeah, it was like a great the, character. Was that like the name he gave for the Canadian assassin character that threw a maple leaf down on his targets? <laughs> after they were dead. And like a, a silence would come and then you hear, Papa Tang. No, that was Jungo. Oh, it was well, there was Jungo, the Jungo. The, the assassin. That's the assassin name. Yeah, you all you would hear is Jungo, pew pew, and then you were dead. <laughs> so random. Oh yeah, we were weird. And you'd put a maple leaf over your eyes, like to send you on your way to the afterworld, just to make sure your soul passed through Canada before it went to the afterlife. <laughs> oh, that's wait. So the the Canadian assassin goes international. Well, no, it was just we started that because Ruben would go visit his parents like every other weekend in L.A. when we were down in San Diego. <laughs> right. and we're like, sure, Ruben, or did I <laughs> visiting your parents? That's we know what, what you're is. really doing. No, but I'm asking: Does the Canadian assassin only assassinate in Canada, or does no? He... No, he goes all over the place. Oh wow! So he has to put the maple leaf down. Canada has or... enemies all over the globe. <laughs> Uh, yes, playing with Ruben's Canadianism has always been fun. Um, so you live in San Diego, yes, which I is do. Spanish for something. And whereabouts do you live? Because we all live together in the Yellow Submarine on Arendo Way, Arendo Drive. Good times. Good yes, times. that was uh, 4464, Arendo Drive. Google it. I recently drove by it. Yeah, just to see, it's exactly the same. Oh, sweet! Well, let's go. Still move got back all in. the steel bars up. Exactly the same. So the zombie, the the zombie protection plan. Yeah, <laughs> kept kept us safe. No zombies attacked. I don't see any zombies around. <laughs> do you? Um, did we were we talked on an earlier episode about the wall? Did, oh yes. What are your favorite memories of the wall? Well, definitely what, how you started it, right, with the whole Homer picture, right. That was that's, a, that that's was a highlight. Yeah, uh, that's up on the Facebook page, people. So you can check that out. What were your? What, do you remember what your contributions to the wall were? I think I put the Montreal Canadiens logo. <laughs> yep, you did. Yeah, okay. you're so Canadian. I know, right? And there were probably some random other things, but I can't remember what they were. Hmm. But we all would like randomly scrabble, scribble, scribble some things, things there, yeah. here and there as time went on. But yeah, random. But nothing like what you did, or you didn't go nuts, huh? What did you, Rob? What did you? I did a couple small things. The A's logo. I did uh, the Buddy Christ. Yep. On one of them. That's right. Yeah. So uh, that's Reuven. Reuven the Reuven Keyshawn, and he's in town. So we're um, we're hanging with him and hanging with Mister Reuven. And we, today we went and visited some old haunts. We went to well, tell us, tell the audience where you went today. Well, we went to go see our middle school, Pine Valley. Pine Valley Intermediate, which is now actually called Middle School. Used yes. to look like a jail, but 
Pine Prison. Now it looks pretty nice. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of going back there, getting my getting my learn on again. <laughs> I, you know how well I would do now? Oh, so much better. The girls would be way more into me. Or not, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> you sh- probably shouldn't be into them either. It's like they weren't into me then for certain reasons, and they're not into me now for completely different reasons. But um, some of the same, too. <laughs> some, yeah, some of them because he's lame. He's not popular. <laughs> Nobody knows who that guy is, but he's 34 and he's in my geometry class. He's way better at, at f- tackle football than the rest of us are. Something tells me you wouldn't be any better in Spanish oh, class, though. Oh, no, I would not. <laughs> maybe maybe beginners, but other than Watching that, you play tackle football with, with a bunch of seventh graders would be pretty funny, <laughs> It would be though. pretty awesome. Really? I get to tackle them? Okay, here we go. <laughs> um and uh and then what did we do that we continued that theme and went to go to cal high or high school and completely what, different cal how did high. it look completely different okay i'm Just looking like for more than more than two word answers i'm sorry i'm not the best guest <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're the it best was, we've had so far bane was a little chatty but uh i don't know we get along better with you <laughs> I'm a lot less worried. Yeah, yeah. Although maybe I shouldn't be. I mean, he breaks people's do, backs, do, do. you know. But Reuven kills people, so I don't know. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Right, the Canadian assassin does, who might or might not be called Papa Tang. Um, no, what did you think? What did you think of the new school? Like, what did you see that was different? Don't tell me because I was there. Tell people who are listening. Okay. See how this works. I do. I'm catching on <laughs> <laughs> slowly. Right. What'd you think? Uh, I just looked much more modernized than I was when we went. Um, I don't know. There had they had some of the old things still around, but they kind of blew up the middle of it all, where we had all those. I wonder uh, if that's how they got classes. rid of that hill—is that they blew it up? Literally, they... <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. Lots of it. The only way to, to do this. Job. How are we going to get rid of this area? <laughs> dynamite. I'm going to guess bulldozer. Uh, they blew up a bulldozer. Why would they blow up a bulldozer? I don't know. Think it was your it. idea. <laughs> no, they used a okay. bulldozer to bulldoze the hill. You're no fun. Um, listen, uh, we got to take a, a quick break here for our sponsor, but uh, after that, we'll get back to uh, hanging with Mr. Reuven, uh here on the Mike and Rob podcast. Hey, everybody. Mike here from the Mike and Rob podcast, and guess who else is here? Rob. Rob from the Rob we're and Rob podcast. About, we're here to tell you something important. This, yes, and you're going to buy these, and I promise you're going to love them. You will not be sorry. You know, we've brought you um, uh, some great products before, but this is one that is, I don't know, I think a really solid product. Yes. It is one that you can always rely on to be solid for you. It is rocks. Yes. Rocks are are the greatest form of minerals and um and what do you call it when when it's multiple minerals together? It's a composite? Uh, a composite of minerals, and it's when they're in a solid form, you get rocks. And Rob, you know the problem I've had with rocks before. You've had a serious ass problem with rocks. Yes, it has been so bad. I've gotten crumbly rocks. I've gotten rocks that turned out to be feathers. Uh, you know, when you try to order rocks online, it can be a real crapshoot. You don't know what you're getting. You just don't. Sometimes you get you order some rocks that you want for a lovely rock garden, and it turns out to be dildos. Or Play-Doh. Or elephants. Yeah. 
I just don't don't settle for the imitators, folks. Yes, you know there are lots of imitators out there, and that's one of the biggest problems is that you you'll get people who want to sell you rocks, and it turns out uh, it's really made of silicone. They're they're made in a lab. It's fake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want the fake stuff. Settle for real, nothing but the best. You want the real rocks. You can skip them. You can throw them. You can smash them. They come in rocks. different sizes: boulders, pebbles, stones. It is, in fact, one of the greatest rock bands of all history has been named after this product, the Beatles. Wait, what? And you oh, yeah. will have to order these things, not only from the greatest rock-selling website on the web, but you can also call 1-800-ROCKS-KICK-ASS. But, you know, you spell it so it's only seven numbers. Right. Right. So uh, if you call that number and order uh, all the rocks you want, you won't be disappointed. Sometimes you'll be like, mmm, these are some delicious rocks. And then you'll think, oh, that was Mike and Rob that told us about those. That's right. Remember, mention us whenever you make your order. Yes, you'll get... Use promo code MikeRobPodcast. You'll get 90% off. And uh, it, if you want to go browse the web and look at all the various different kinds you can get, because you can see Rob's got some over here in his um, little vase of fake flowers over here. See? Perfect. At the bottom, they're holding those flowers. Decorative. Those flowers want to just fly off into space, but they're being held in that vase by those pebbles at the bottom there. They're shiny. Some of them are kind of round. Some of them are kind of square. They come in all shapes and sizes. It holds the vase down, too. So, I mean, yeah. just so many uses. So, Infinite uses this is what you want to do you want to go to the website www dot don't forget the dots people people often forget the dots and don't use commas no it's not exclamation point or an entera bang is not going to work go to www dot give me those goddamn rocks dot com that's give me those goddamn rocks www dot g i m m e t h o s e g a D D A M N yes Gadam R O X dot com. X. Pick yourself up a six pack. And we're back on the Mike and Rob podcast. Sorry uh, if that was a long commercial break. I know you were uh, eager to get back to the show. Uh, Reuven, have it's, you? It's have okay you ever, though. The sponsors they really they, they really, really come help through us keep for the us. Show going. Yeah, they come through for us. They keep us going so that we can uh, talk to you, Reuven. This is a serious production here. Yeah, Reuven, do you do you like rocks? Love rocks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Multiple you can't uses. go you can't go bad with a product like Who that. Doesn't? So thanks for yeah. So thanks for sponsoring. So versatile. Us. Um. So uh, uh, we're gonna play a little game now. A game? I gotta think of it. A so, game, you say? This is a game that we can play um, just like when we tried on one of our first episodes in the first five somewhere. It's a Doug Loves Movies game. Okay. And we're gonna come up with maybe we should just do Tom Cruise. No, we did that in our first one where we come up with an actor and name all the movies we can think that he's in. Okay. Did we? Who did we do before? I don't know. Tom Cruise. Would, would, that game would go on forever. Okay. Well, if you can think of them all, but we got to go around, and whoever cannot think of one next is out. You're in trouble, Ruben. I know. I am. <laughs> no, you. I might surprise. This. You might surprise. Maybe we should do Christopher Dark Lambert Horse. movies. No, don't do don't do ones where there's like two movies you can think of, and that's it. Highlander one. No, Highlander two. What's the best? Highlander three. <laughs> Highlander 4. He was in some other movies. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. There you go. The end of... You'll be beaten. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Reuven is our guest, so he gets to start first. Uh, Reuven, go ahead and let name a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, we're doing Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Because I figured we just talked about him, okay. and you just saw him in a movie. All so. right. Go Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Good one. 
Rob, over to I'm you. I'm going to go with The Edge of Tomorrow. Hey, you remembered that one, did you? Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> I'm going to go with Valkyrie. Wow, nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last Samurai? Last Samurai. Risky Bidness. Okay. I'm going to say Top Gun. Yep. War of the Worlds. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, All the Right Moves. Interesting. Okay. Uh, going back out. to the Spielberg ones, I'm going to say Minority Report. Ah, you took mine. <laughs> you got to be capable to come up with more than that. Ruben's really thinking. I'm See how quickly really you thought this game would go on forever. <laughs> now, these are movies featuring Tom Cruise or just no. he was in it at any in point? A, in any movie he was in. Okay. Oh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 2. Oh, Mission Impossible 3. Oh, bastards. Mission Impossible 4. No, I'm sorry. That is not the correct title Rob. of that movie. Oh, come on. No, You're it's not. not. This is Mission how you do Impossible this. 4. I'm not going to kick him out unless he says the right name of the movie right now. Duh, Ghost Recon. Close. <laughs> I'm going to give him. I'm going to give it to him. Even though it was Ghost Protocol. You're so <laughs> he, nice to he him. He fed me the four and then I got to. You, uh, cause did you I, hold up before? I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> he was well, all. I thought we were getting. Four. You should say four. Yeah, you could just whisper. And I was like, too. yes, I got it. Well, I'm going to get Jack. Mike comes in and I'm going to go with boom. Jack Reacher for the block. Ah, okay. Circle gets a square. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm going to go with Tropic Thunder. Dang it. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. That was my ace in the hole. <laughs> oh, what's that one with the frogs? The frog. I don't know, but he's give. I know what it is, but he's giving us clues now in case he can't think no, of it. No, no, I'm gonna say that one. Do you know what he's talking about? I know. I think I did. I figured it out. There's there's only so many movies Magnolia. where you can say with. Oh, that's it. He got oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was gonna go with Legend. Okay, nice one, nice one. Not often spoken of, but a Ridley Scott film. That was Ridley Scott. And who plays the devil? Uh, Tom, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, who was in every movie from 1986 until 1995. Quite a career. <laughs> Every movie. Dude, um, seriously, he, look it up. Yeah, okay, I got one for you. It's filmography. Be- beat this, motherfuckers. The Outsiders. Ooh, nice. Wow, I forgot yeah. he was even in that. Everybody was in that one. Tim Curry was probably in that one. Oh, no, it was before 1986. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's up? Ooh, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Oh, come on. There's so many more. There's a lot. I know. I know. <laughs> Think bad movies. No, don't give him any clues. Stop helping I, him. I'm just saying bad movies. He that, wasn't that, only in bad movies. Like I said, he's been in too many done, good movies. He's done very many bad movies. Yeah. Though. I'm drawing a complete blank. Top Gun 2. <laughs> They're working on it. not going to fall for it. They're working on it. Oh, are they? Yep. Oh, That's what I've heard. Oh, God. Volleyball scene is not going to be as good. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that sticking in my mind is kind of futuristic, too. Came out in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't remember the name of it. I do. I uh, watched but it I several times at, yep. at Rob's house here. I didn't really care for it. What was it called, Ruben? I wish I knew. <laughs> Who else? Your was microphone in it? actually kind of reminds me of the. Sh- well, thanks for helping out. Movie. <laughs> I'm not going to remember the name of that one. I have Rob, to think of a you want to steal it? Uh, think of another one. I'm trying. See, uh, 
Doug Benson would have kicked you out of the game by now. <laughs> I figured. Well, Doug's a jerk. I got that drop. I can play that anytime now. Complete Good. blank. Let me think about it more while you guys go. If I'm what? out of the well, game, you're, you're, out. Got, you're out. If that happens, and then I'm out. out. Okay, out. Ruben's out. Now it's down to me I, and you. I, well, I was gonna. I mean, Oblivion. Was Oblivion. The okay, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna go with. I had one a moment ago. Oh, Days of Thunder. Oh, good one. Yeah. Good one. Interview oh, with just... a vampire. Ooh, nice. Interview meets a vampire. <laughs> I just remembered one. Okay, now now we're getting down to ones where I'm having to think here. Um, I'm going to go. take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking too? No, I've got like three. Ah, lined got up. it. Cocktail. Oh, oh I one. thought that one was set already. Good. No. No, Risky Business. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to get all the 80s ones out of the way. Uh can I tag in? I thought you had no. You're out. You're out. I thought, you're, you're I thought you said you. Had... Sorry, maybe because we didn't say it right. You're oot. No, it's not oh, oot. Oh, I'm out. It's not so oot. Okay. It's, go take this. Oh, oh, is in boat. You're oat. I Here's thought it was a, oot. No, they never say oot. They say oat. Here's a loony, so you can go buy yourself a bag of milk. <laughs> we got to show him that. On Kroll show, they have oh, this yeah, awesome he hasn't sketch seen that yet. You about see that. Uh, it's so it's uh, what's his name Nick Kroll, the comedian, right? Yeah. Does a a, a sketch on his show from the league, right? Right, and he does well from lots of stuff, but he does this thing um, where it, it's a Canadian um, teen drama called Wheels Ontario, and it's all about this kid who goes to this new school and everybody's in a wheelchair except for him. <laughs> It's awesome. You're giving Rob a lot of time. I know. Man. Rob's thinking. I'm I'm really running low on gas here. I, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm upset at myself that I can't think of it, and it's, it, and it's one Reuben has too. Uh, and I'm thinking too here. I, I don't. You're done. You're out. No, no, no. I don't want any help. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't um, help him. Come on, dude. Play the game for play the game for real. No, play the game for real. Um. Oh, I got one. Dang it. I bet you it's the one I'm thinking of. Come on. It's pretty pathetic. Come on. That I can't think of one. Really. Come on then. Yeah. Come on, little one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give up. I got nothing. Show me oh. the oh. money. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. I was thinking of the Stanley Kubrick movie. Wasn't he in that? He was in oh, Eyes, yeah, Wide, Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. That's the Damn one I was it. thinking of. Nice. Okay, now here's the fun part. We go and look at all the movies he was in that we forgot to name, because or or couldn't think of, because I that, I was about out too. So let's go to IMDb and see if there's a gentleman by the name of Thomas Cruise on here. You think it's Thomas Cruise? No, I think his name is not Tom Cruise at all. <laughs> I don't know. It probably is. Come on, um, doesn't say what his real name was. Like we named the top four that are up there. Minority Report. We didn't say. Uh, no, I did. You did. Didn't I? I said it, I, right? You did. Or one yeah. of us did. Oh, I don't remember um, it being said at all. Okay. Night, so, and, night and Day. That was Endless Love was his first movie. Would never have got then he was in Taps. I wouldn't have remembered that. Outsiders, 1983. That I got the earliest one. one. Yeah. That was a good one. Losing It, never about losing it. his virginity. Oh, really? Uh, Risky Business, Rob said that one, 1983. Yeah. That was three movies in 1983. No, four. All the right moves. Did you say that one? He came out with he had four one movies. Come out in in 1983. Make it five. Come on. Nope. Uh, it's right. Legend was the next one. Top Gun. 
Oh, the oh, color of yeah. money. Damn it. The yeah, sequel to the hustler. Definitely. I should definitely should have said that one. I love that movie. I said cocktail, cocktail. 1988. The famous song from that movie. Anybody? Kokomo. Kokomo. Yes. I remember that like the, like, so well, it was such a big deal. Oh, Rain, oh, Man. Rain, Rain Man. Man! Oh, I can't believe we didn't say that. Born, Born on the Fourth of July. July. It is now the Fourth of July, and we have we not even thought of that. Completely missed that one. <laughs> Failure. I said Days of Thunder, nineteen ninety, Far and away, away, where he met his first wife. Oh God, I don't even remember that one. Oh, that was Men. Jeez. Oh my God! See how we like screwed this up? Yeah, we we're terrible. <laughs> the Firm. The yeah. Firm. That was another uh, one. Interview the Vampire. The Vampire Chronicles. Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut. Okay, now we got into Magnolia. And the, we're getting into the 2000s here. Mission Impossible 2, Vanilla okay, Sky, Minority Report. Report. Pretty good there. Yeah. Oh, Collateral. Collateral that was a, good was a one. great movie. Yeah. That was, the style. That was like probably the style. my favorite Tom Cruise movie up in... Well, I, up at that point, I still might like that one better than Edge of Tomorrow, and I like. I need Edge of to. I need to rewatch Collateral. Collateral. Really good. I have it at home too. And a unique style too. Ethan it. Hunt in Mission Impossible Three. Let's see if we can name him by the characters here. Senator Jasper Irving. Uh, Jesus, I. No, he, he wasn't in Jesus. <laughs> Senator. In Lions for Lambs. I don't know if... I think I saw that one. It was, I don't uh, remember that at all. It was uh, Robert Redford produced and starred in that. Uh, Les right. Grossman. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah. I got that one. Uh, Colonel Klaus Van Stroffenberg. It's got to be Valkyrie. That's Valkyrie. Uh, Night and Day. This movie nobody saw. Never <laughs> heard of that. It was a decent flick. It wasn't really? It wasn't a great movie. Here, let me ask you this. It Why is it decent. called Night and Day? Because one of them's last name is Night and one of them's last no. name is Day. No, he plays Roy Miller. <laughs> I don't know. Why is this movie? Okay, so I think one of them is named Day. Let me see. No, it's Roy Miller and then Cameron Diaz plays June Havens. There's no night, there's June no day. June Havens sounds like a porn star name. <laughs> and here's the best part. Peter it's spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. K as in knife. As in night. Like, why even do that? Uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Get it right. <laughs> uh, Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Jack Reacher, Oblivion, and Edge of Tomorrow. We Mission, got a lot of them. Yeah, we Mission did, Impossible we did good. 5. Come on. Mission Impossible 5 is Thank coming up you, next Rob. year. Top Gun 2 has been announced. And another Jack Reacher. And another Jack Reacher. All sequels. One. That was a good game, gentlemen. That was speaking, a good one. Speaking of games, Rob, I heard you went to a game today. I did. I went to the A's game. What? You like the A's? Where they whooped on the Blue Jays. It should have been four to nothing, but that's okay. Um, what do you think about the new rule of, uh, you know, a, a coach or the manager of a team can challenge a play? And, yeah, Betsy uh, and I were talking about it a little bit today. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Because the play what? got challenged. I just, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the umpires make mistakes, and from what I understand about baseball, that was always kind of part of the game. Yeah, it, least, whatever the umpire says is gospel. At least when it comes down gospel. to balls and scr- balls and strikes specifically, and I they don't can't think call that, right? I don't think baseball will ever do that where no. they're ever challenged. That, well, that would just take... unless it, it's not a challenge from the managers, but if they replace balls and strikes with sensors. And the sensors. And I don't just think they'll tell. ever do that either, because baseball yeah. is just steeped in tradition. I don't think they'll ever it get is. rid of the umpire factor, because different umps have different strike zones, and that's always been part of. The and game. it's also how do you measure when the the batter is moving up and down, so that's from the letters to the knees, right? 
Yeah, and, yeah, and, I, and, and the I'm sensor sure would have a hard time watching like, that. The, well, what the sensor will do is probably like establish a strike zone. No, I and think what, because tall whether, people have a bigger strike no, zone no, no, than short no. people. It'll establish a strike zone for each batter. But when they move... Because when the batter's in a batter's box, they don't bob up and down the they, whole time. They don't bob up and down, but they move to, to pull back and swing and all right. this stuff. So. But you're not listening to me. <laughs> they'll When they're sitting there... When they're standing still, yeah, waiting for the pitch to come before the pitch is thrown, the the machine would probably say like, right "This here. is their strike zone right there," and take a picture. So of you're it. saying, so even if they move up and down or whatever, so you're saying if I was up to bat in a major league baseball game and the pitcher threw the ball and I quickly laid down on the ground, it wouldn't be called a ball <laughs> I, <laughs> because my not. strike zone it, disappeared, and it shouldn't. <laughs> and any good umpire would probably call it a strike if it, indeed it was. Oh, did a strike. you see um, Ortiz? What's his name? Um, David Ortiz. David Ortiz. Big did you poppy? see this thing? He walked out on the the fourth. He knew they didn't want to pitch at him, so he just walked out of the batter's box on the fourth pitch before the guy even like let go of the ball. Really? Yeah. He was just like, "All right, I'm walking to first. And he, I thought it was a badass move. He's like, "Yeah, you're. That's right. You're too scared to pitch to me. I'm walking. See ya." And so, like, at before, I shouldn't say before he let go of the ball. It was before the catcher caught it, for sure. He's already dropped his bat, stepped out of the batter's box, and was on his way. Eh, whatever. Yeah, okay. I was just, I'm bringing it up for conversation in a podcast. Though. No, I got that. <laughs> I just don't really have anything to add to that. Like, I just thought that yep, was a badass move. It's like, that's it. right, you're scared. And he was just like, it's true. Did, people didn't want to pitch to him. Ruben? Well, if that's the smart move. <laughs> I don't have many thoughts on that. I mean, they could just... <laughs> Say go to your base instead of go through the four. Well, no. Why do they not do four, that though? Rob knows, right? Yeah. Well, the pitcher might accidentally throw the ball away. Yeah. Which or the catcher might drop so the ball. If there's somebody on base yeah. already, they could advance. Mm-hmm. Um, an extra. The other base. thing is like, um, now, granted, it sounds like they already threw the pitch before he started moving, but there's a story about Pete Rose and how when he was he a player, had, when he was a player, he had two strikes on him. And something happened, and they just decided to intentionally walk him. So the catcher stood up and like made the motion that he wanted an intentional walk. And so they started throwing balls over. And so Pete Rose just like put his bat down and like next to him and just stood in the batter's box, but waited. Like leaned on his bat. <laughs> yeah, and like just waited and wasn't really paying attention. And the catcher like crouched down and they threw it and the third uh, strike struck him out. Threw in there. But I mean, I think I think the I think Ruben's got a point though that. You know, maybe they should just be like, yeah, we we're just we advance him. Yeah, but I think it also has something to do with even though he's not hurling the ball at 100 miles an hour, it's like another pitch gets counted and another Uh, pitch gets counted. I mean, I mean, he's throwing it like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, he's like 60 percent throw. It's probably not even really affecting him that much. So, right. But I think it has something to do with adding to the pitch count or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that that could that could be. This has been Talking Baseball with Mike and Rob featuring Reuven. Well, one last thing to bring up here. It is the 4th of July, at least at the time of this uh, podcast going out. So what are you guys doing for the 4th of July? Same thing you are and Irvin is doing. Well, really? What? We're going out to Disneyland. No. Oh. No, no. We're going out to Disney World. Okay, fine. (laughs) Disney World. (laughs) I knew that would work. Thank you, Mike. High five. I've never been. Wait, I've never, never been, been to, to Disney World either. I've never been to well, Disney, Disney World or Disney World. Okay. That's See topic. how topics come That's up? That's a topic right there. So why just family hated you? Circumstance. <laughs> I thought my family hated me. 
is my it, father didn't allow joy in the is house. It, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it because uh, Walt Disney hated Jews? Yes. <laughs> You've heard that before, right? No. That he was a secret uh, Actually, anti-Semite no. Nazi sympathizer kind of guy. I didn't. Really? You never heard this? No. Oh man. Well, I never wow. heard the not. Well, I don't well, know. Well, the joke. The joke on the Simpsons when they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. That the original name of the first cartoon was uh, Nazi Superman or Our Superiors. That's a reference to Walt Disney being like kind of in league with the Nazi movement. Really? Yeah. No, a Family Guy did something like that. Now that I think uh, about it. Now that you guys are learning it's the a multiverse thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they do remember something that one? About that? Yeah. Had the everyone, whole multiverse episode. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, everyone's a Disney character. And then yeah. Mort Goldman comes in and they're like, oh, a Jew. Right, right. There you go. Okay, so now you guys get it. All making sense now. <laughs> God, I got to explain everything to you guys. Um, so, yeah, what are we doing for the fourth? We're, we're going out to the Chance Ranch. The Chance Ranch? Yeah, our my friend, our friend, Ruben's friend and my friend. He's, Nate, not, he's not my Nate friend. Nate Chance. How come he's not my friend? Well, I wouldn't say he's not your friend. He's well, just, can I, I know, Can he, I be friends with him? You guys don't really ever hang out. Well, he you don't lives hang out 600 anymore. miles away, but now he lives up here. Right? Yeah, he Napa. lives in Napa. So it's just well, it's a, a, it's technically it's got a Napa zip code. But okay, he said it's closer to Fairfield than it is to Napa. Is it like be downtown? Pretty hot. It'll be warm. It's supposed to be like I think there 80, were fires in it's Fairfield. It's supposed to be like eighty high eighties tomorrow. Oh, that's not bad. Well, there's fires at Lake Berryessa. Ah. Nate says. The Wait wind. a minute. How can a lake be on fire? Well, Lake Erie caught on fire once from all the crap floating around in it. I thought that was a river. Chicago River. No, it's a river. Yeah. It's called the Chicago River. They dye it green every year. Yeah. Well, on a specific day. Not just randomly. No, no, every year, every day. (laughs) They just spend thousands and thousands. No, it's just like a random day in the year. They're just like, oh, it's green. (laughs) It's Green River Day. And it's green. No, it's surprise. Yeah, typically, same, same it's on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> typically, oh. which I, I still don't understand it. Why they dye the river green? Yeah, because it's St. Patrick's Day. No, I get, and I it's mean, Chicago. I get, the, I get the correlation, which is between green and St. Patrick's Day. But uh-huh. it's like, why dye the river green? Seriously, because it's St. Patrick's Day. No other city dyes their river green. <laughs> no, but Chicago. Oh, are you asking why Chicago? Yeah, well, because they were basically uh, the, the largest population of the originators of this the city were Irish immigrants. Okay, so, so it's incredibly green. Why not dye the buildings green or the streets? Well, that's just stupid, Rob. Or the people. Yeah. People wear green. You just run around. You don't throwing... have to dye the people. They can wear <laughs> green. Skin. Just, the city officials could just run around throwing green paint at people. <laughs> Why not do that? Why not? Hey, I'm all for it. Um, so what is let's let's talk about this. Reuven. Yes. You are a dual citizen, correct? Happily. Okay. Well, tell us so in for honor of the fourth of July, our oh. right. But but for other purposes too, I'm sure. On our being native-born Americans, Ooh. me and Rob over here, by which Ouch. I mean Rob and I, by which I mean Rob and myself are native-born Americans, you have adopted this as another second home country. Yes. How did, they, how did you do that? Well, there's this process where you first get a green Don't card. talk to me like I'm fucking stupid. I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much how it went. My dad got a green card for, oh, through work. Okay. Uh, we, actually, we actually won the green card lottery. 
What? Which I don't know. How if much money did you get for that? Or not. Do you have to buy a ticket for a dollar every week? <laughs> I don't know. Even know how that works. Did you just hide all the money in your Jew cave? <laughs> we converted it to gold first, and then we put it into Jew gotcha. Cave. That makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of gold in there. Jew yeah. cave. <laughs> We've talked about the Jew cave before. Well, it's a South Park thing. No, Is I know. It? But we've talked yeah. about my I thought you came up It's with totally that. a Cartman thing, no. <laughs> but we've, we've spoken about my Jew cave before. <laughs> I've yet to give out the coordinates. Well, duh. <laughs> Secret what Jew kind, cave. What kind of idiot would you be if you gave away the coordinates to the cave? I mean. See, but I remember this. This happened when you were living with us in San Diego, right? Yeah, and I actually took longer than I should have. Like, I waited extra years to become a citizen. Huh. But you had to, did you have to take like a test about the history of America? And yeah, stuff? it was so easy. My brother's, my brother's wife just got her citizenship. She's, from the Philippines? Where's she from? She, she was born, uh, actually, I think, oh God, she's going to kill me. Yeah, but, uh, well, she better not be listening. I don't know. She was born in Vietnam. Oh, That's, was she? Yeah, her father was a military man. Got it. And met her mom over there. She's under over under there. any interesting circumstances or just on vacation? I, I don't even begin to know the <laughs> circumstances of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was born over there, moved over here when she was very young. I want to say four, probably a kid. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, many years later that she finally got her citizenship. It actually happened. Well, she'll uh, have to come and tell us about that early last year on another episode, but Reuven's here. Right. So (laughs) I'm going to throw it back to Reuven. So so where was you move? Well, you moved to America in what, how old were you? 13, 13. And you moved right to California. The Bay Area. The Bay Area right away. Mm -hmm. And then another 10 years later or more. Pretty uh, much 10 years, yeah. Or I'm sorry, 20 years later, right? No, but 10 years is roughly about what I got by citizenship. 93, 2003. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then um, what did you... So I'm curious, though, the test that they give you, is it like... You mean like the whole process? Well, not the whole process, but in particular... the the test. I mean, the test. I want to know what they... easy. Do they go, how many stars are on an American flag today? I... It's hard for me to remember, but I re- I kind of remember being stupid questions like everybody Did you would know. Study? <laughs> no, I didn't study at all. Oh, okay. Because Good. I remember reading up about it, and people were saying as long as you took like American a high history school class. American history class, you're fine. No bother. <laughs> like who's the first president? And stuff they were like that. very easy if you take classes like that. See, I always wondered if they were like if you had to know more about the country than most Americans know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah. which religion is the right religion? <laughs> Obviously, Christianity. Which sect? <laughs> Catholicism. <laughs> Actually, I <can't>... fail. <laughs> I want to oh. say it was like fifteen questions, and you can get five wrong and still pass. You only have... wait fifteen. You can get five wrong. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah, that's a D. Wow, isn't right? that? That's a D, <laughs> yeah, right? Sixty-six <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's kind of like regular classes and It's and pretty tests. much a D or a low, low C. Yeah. They don't, but they're grading on a curve <laughs> for Indonesian. I mean, really, how important is it that they know that information? You know, there are people in our own country who don't know shit about this country. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, if you're born here, you're already a citizen and you know nothing. Right at that point, and at least, and then they got to give you a test. I don't know. So what did they? I think s- you should know how to speak the native tongue. Well, we ha- and I'm I'm partly for that and partly not because You're I don't know. It's like, liberal. Well, <laughs> somewhat. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Not like it's like what fluid. happens when the the language there's more 
you know, Mexicans living here and basically taking Mexico back because it used to be Mexico. Yeah, everything used to be something somebody else's. (laughs) So, yeah, and it used to be the natives before that, pretty much just everywhere. Yeah. Um, But, you know, what happens when there's more? It was the dinosaurs. uh, Yeah. And we took it from them. And the Native Americans stole it from the dinosaurs. (laughs) Killed them all off. Dinosaurs (laughs) took it from the protozoas. Yeah. Assholes. It's just, um, it's just a war-torn land. <laughs> it really is. It's got a deep and rich history. Um, but I was I was kind of wondering, like, um, you know, do you have to... I mean, it sounds like you probably have to fill out a ton of forms and stuff. There's some paperwork. Do they kind of go, like, what is your intention with our country? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> no, like that? No. You don't have to say, like, what you want to do for a living or how you're going to, you it's know... It's so vague, my memory of that, but... I, I would think something like that would stick out in my head. So it's really just fill out some forms and then wait a long time. Pretty much, yeah. I think, shouldn't the process be, part of the process be like learning how to interview for a job? Yeah. Like learning what it is to like have a job. (laughs) Be a productive member. You know what? As long as they're willing to do that for American citizens too, then I'd be for it. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be only about incoming immigrants who want to become Americans. There's plenty of Americans who don't have that thing down yet um i yeah i could have used it at a certain point myself uh, it seems to me though that like the people who are immigrants that go through the process of actually becoming a citizen uh, yeah. yeah a citizen are usually the ones that have the most like go get them kind of attitude That's about mostly what got them here yeah. yeah yeah exactly it takes a certain kind of spirit entrepreneurial spirit to go from one country where you have all yeah. these roots or from your dad and then jump to a whole new country or for your dad to bring you <laughs> Or, or that. that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even, you know, and I think that's something that they tend to pass down, too. Yeah. It's a, it's a don't just sit there and wait for the world to come to you. Go get it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of attitude. Well, on that note, uh, we're, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, go ahead and tell us, uh, dual citizen, what you love about America. Bacon. <laughs> wait so much better than the canadian version i was gonna say don't they have a lot of that it's like slapped right on the name with the canadian right there except there they just call it bacon <laughs> right <laughs> you guys in your american bacon <laughs> yeah do they call us american bacon or not us but our bacon i don't know i don't remember i bet they don't even really they, what eat. are they are you saying they wipe your memory when you come here <laughs> I just I bet they don't even like eat Canadian bacon in Canada. It's like French toast. It's like or French fries. Right. They don't eat French well, fries they, in I France. I guess they do. They just call them pommes frites. Fucking like idiots. Yeah. Apple fries. Why, why are they apple fries? Well, because a potato is called a pomme de terre, which means apple of the ground. <laughs> Pretty much. It's exactly what it means. It's stupid French. <laughs> hey. Nobody nobody said otherwise. Well, yeah, and what whoever went and named a pineapple and said, I mean, it it looks like an apple if it grew on a pine tree. Yeah, it's like a, a combination of a pine cone and, and an, an apple, apple, I guess. I don't know why that makes it yellow, but uh, I mean, they couldn't come up with a better name because a pine orange didn't have the same ring. <laughs> pineapple just sounds way better. It just rolls off the it tongue. does. It just pops. Pineapple. All right. All right, so that's it for the Mike and Rob podcast for July 4th, 2014. Coming at you live from Rob's living room. I'm Mike. I'm Rob. And I'm Reuben. (laughs) All right, have a good one, everybody. Later. 
Gio 